And welcome back to another episode of I'll Be the Judge of That. I am your host, Adam Eagle Rock, and with me today is my co-host, Evan Ryan Lewis. How are you, everybody? Happy New Year. Happy New Year is right. Welcome to 2023. We are fresh with brand new topics, but what is a topic, Evan? So welcome, everybody. This is season three of I'll Be the Judge of That. Uh, I'm your host, Evan Ryan Lewis. This is my co-host, Adam Eagle Rock. For those okay. of you who... <laughs> For those of you who don't know, we we each bring three topics a week, and I have a lot of trouble explaining what a topic is, but they're like social situations where you don't know what's right. Like both sides could be argued. It's not, you know, if you put it up to a vote, it's not 100%, 0%. Um, so like a classic example, I just wrote down a couple. Can you ask people to be quiet so you can Shazam a song? You know, some would say yes, some would say no. Can you ask people to move down at a bar to make more space? Can you play the pianos in hotel lobbies? These are the kinds right. of questions we're asking. Right, right. And ultimately, we don't know the answer, even though I'm always right. So we leave it up <laughs> for the voters, our followers, our listeners, every Friday to vote at JudgePod on Instagram. And let's begin. Yeah. So if you vote on Fridays, you can see how the public decides, which is interesting because obviously you can do all these things. You can go play hobby lobby pianos, but can you? Can you actually go? Do you have the the waivos to go do it? But can you? But can you? And then we don't do we don't do anything political, nothing religious, nothing overly sexual. And they're not like questions like, should something be legal or not legal? It's not like, should it be illegal to own a cat? You know, those aren't the kinds of questions that we're trying to answer here. It's, it's social situations. All right, let's kick it off. Hit me with the topic. My question is, when you're wine tasting, do you have to pay attention to the wine guy? Because my family, we're not into wine at all. And you go to these wineries and it's for people who are into wine. And the guy comes around or the girl comes around and they give you like a five minute speech where you don't know, or I didn't know, probably half the words. Right. 80% Syrah and oak aged and barrel roasted. And I don't like, I couldn't not tell you. And he goes on and on and on about each wine every time. And he gives like a sip. So <laughs> do you have to pay attention every time or can you just like zone out? Can you cut them off? I mean, what's the, what's the move here? Well, let's, let's back up for a minute. Okay. This is not a wine guy or gal. It is a sommelier. <laughs> a sommelier. Okay. They have trained years. To be the person <laughs> that delivers a taste. I think the English translation of sommelier is wine guy. Wine guy. That, that's, <laughs> that's called Staten Island version, brother. Yeah. yeah if you look it up. <laughs> wine girl. Wine girl. Uh, no, I, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't drink. But if, if I were to have gone to a coffee tasting and the coffee guy comes out, you know, I think I'd pay attention. But as far as the lack of understanding, like, oh, yeah, in um, 2008, the sea salt was extra high. So the saline in the air showered the grapes before we cracked. Like, it's really like be, that. It's really like if, that. You're going to get these he's notes, coming, that notes. They, they got to back up. You know, it's kind of like a like a nerd explaining like an algorithm. Like, back mm -hmm. up. Tell me a story about mm -hmm. it, you know? Well, first you take the grape. Okay, and that grape was pulled from my great grandmother. You know, to get me invested 
I think it's not a problem of what he's saying. I think it's the delivery that he needs to start reading about, like how to tell stories. The Somalia well, should not just be, they should be before you, when you leave, all of a sudden, you know everything about wine, but all you did is just hear about him and his great grandfather out in the fields at four o'clock in the morning, making sure no wolves are getting high off those grapes. Well, when you go wine tasting, as I discovered, you try like four or five wines and then you go to a new place. So you have a different person each time. So like you were saying, we had one, this this one woman, she kind of did tell some of the story. This is kind of where it's from and this is how they named it. She was like a little bit more captivating. Right. Some of the other people are very dry. You know, after one or two, if, if they're going to be interesting or dry. So the topic remains, mm. do you have to pay attention to the wine guy or girl? Yes. I think that you're paying for the experience and you need to do the experience. However, I'm curious if you could ask for a replacement. Of the wine they're choosing? Of the guy. Oh, a different presenter? <laughs> yes, that's exactly the word. So you're over here still dodging the concept that it's a sommelier, mm-hmm. and it should be the presenter. You treat this like a casting call. It should be performance, for sure. Did it's a, like, they who, did a screen test. Right. It's like, we're, we're going to hire you based off the, can I taste what you're talking about? I want to taste grandma's feet that were crushing the grapes. <laughs> So you can't be looking at your phone. Oh, I don't think so. I think you, you're paying for it. You're you're there for the show. You know, can't have like, a side conversation with someone else during. Uh, the- absolutely not. The the, the phone. You, you know, I think it's just disrespectful. Yeah, but I think you could kind of get away a conversation to like your siblings. Like, what are you talking about? What are you, what's even? What are you actually talking about? Oh, did you like well, that one? At the end, you're kind of buzzed about like the fourth place you go. So you're 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 contemplating just standing up and being like, "Will you just shut up?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Could you cut them off with something else? I was thinking of. Can you just say, "Listen, we're not really into the oak barrel, twenty degrees, salt in the sea, whatever. Just pour the pour the thing and go." I I would I would come prepared next time with questions. I would grill the guy. I double down. See how much he knows. So, so it sounds no. like sounds like you think you do have to pay attention with the wine guy. A hundred, I think so. I think I, I agree. Think you're, you're in for the service. You're doing the show. You got to pay attention. I agree. All right, Adam's first topic. If someone shares a story that you already heard, do you cut them off? Wow, this happens all the time. It happens between you and me. I'm sure. Yeah, probably both ways. I have like eight I, stories. And I already know your answer to I already know your answer to this question, actually. Why? Because I've cut you off before? All the time. Just like <laughs> Adam, like dude, like here you go. Sometimes a friend tells a story and I'm like, I remember them telling the story, but like I don't remember the <laughs> it exactly. I'm like, can you just tell me how it ends? Like I you know, it'll right. jog my memory. <laughs> right, right. Just the ending. Just the ending. Right. Right. The, the, somebody I really look up to, you know, he's, he's a big mentor of mine, um, sharing this story and I knew it was a long story cause I've heard it before. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, what do I, you know, what do I do here? Like I, I, he's one of my best friends. I really, I really respect and look up to him though. So I, I like you, you the, the art of storytelling you kind of let need, like you need an audience, right? The this art is very is similar to the to the sommelier. <laughs> Can you exactly. ask your friend to have someone else tell it? <laughs> yeah, it, they, literally, like, they, dude, I 
I needed to like I I needed to cut him off because the story I knew the story. It's like fifteen minutes, man. You mm-hmm. think I tell long stories? Like, <laughs> oh my god! And I knew how it ends, and I knew like so. Instead, like I I needed to let him to let him run, and I needed to be a good audience. So I laughed harder than I ever laughed at the punch. You know, <laughs> I was in more shock than ever at the at the pivotal point like right i i i exaggerated my, my the audience you broke the wine glass right like i can't believe that right. so what do you what honestly what do you do i think that if it's one on one and i've heard it i'll cut them off but i would do it a little nicer like oh i think i think maybe you've told me this before but if they're telling it in a group where some people might be hearing it for the first time i don't think you can spoil it I have done the, I finished their story from them and immediately put my two cents in. So like, if you're like, oh, I went up to this wine tasting, like, oh, and the sommelier that wouldn't, that that (laughs) he didn't care about, dude, that is like not like right away. You can get to the punchline. I'll get to the punchline and then put my two cents right away. You know, Mm -hmm. dude, that is nuts. Uh So, so like it ends it. It ends and you get my reaction like crazy. I can't believe that. Yeah, yeah. You told me that four times. Okay. Okay. Well, sometimes people don't know that they're repeating a story and it kind of is like the something in your teeth one where it's like, of course, you should tell someone if there's something in their teeth. Maybe they don't know they've already told you the story. I I would agree with that. You are correct. And that happens to me because I have a forgetful memory in that aspect. And <laughs> sometimes then, memory. then take liberties in my in my stories. But <laughs> I, I think it takes the wind out of out of the storyteller's sail. Right, of course. And then it's just an awkward moment after that. Yeah, I think you can. I, I, I think you kind of, you try to, if the best you can, let it run. Let it run. Yeah, if it's a short story, let it run. If it's a good storyteller, let it run. If it's like a bad storyteller and you know it's a long one and it's just you <laughs> and them, I think, I think you can say something. Wow. Especially okay. if you remember how it ends, you can. I think it's a good strategy of you know bringing the punchline up. I'll remember that next time you cut me off. <laughs> uh, All right, you're up, Buttercup. Okay, my second topic. Let's say you walk into a bathroom and it's just like destroyed, and you don't make it any better or worse after you're done using it. You come out, you see someone. Should you alert them? Should you say something about what's going on in the bathroom? Did I tell you this story of when this happened to me? I don't think so. But if you did, so, I will cut you off. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I was on a I was on a date a, a little over a year ago, and I I went to this pretty nice restaurant. But you know, LA they have the the gender neutral bathrooms. So I drank a lot of water. I had to go to the bathroom. I paid the bill, and then went to the bathroom. And then when I walked in. I was disgusted with what I saw. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't imagine anyone else walking in here. Like this is the, the, the person before must've just like peed out the butt and didn't know where the toilet was. It was like, <laughs> it was, it was wild. So I like kind of like figure out a way to pee real quick, wash my hands. And I open up the door and my date is standing there. Cause there's mm. one bathroom and she now has to go. And so, and I was so clear. I, that listen okay that wasn't me what you're about you to said see something. oh yeah are you kidding this is like our second it was our second date i was like that not a chance am i gonna let her think in her mind that <laughs> what happened in that toilet was was me not a chance 
What if it's a stranger? I'm not going to go into that story, but another story did happen <laughs> where where I had the same thing. And I so so to answer your question, I make it very clear that was you not do. me. I don't know if I don't know if it's an insecurity. I don't know if it's self conscious or like I don't know what it is. But I I like I have phenomenal bathroom etiquette. And I did not want, I don't want rumors going around that, you know, that decent looking guy, Adam, is just mm-hmm. making a mess in every bathroom. If it's a stranger, I'll like give the eyebrows up, like, you know, like. <laughs> it looks like you did it. You think so? The was like, yeah, I feel better now. Like, no, what are you I think if it was about? you who did it, you just walk out and don't say anything. I mean, first off, I think that if the if the questions do acknowledge <laughs> anything that happened, the answer is a hundred percent. For you to give the the eyebrows, the the head nod, and the and the you know, it sounds to me like you just let some go, my my man. I was at work one time many years ago, and I I was uh, waiting for the elevator to go up to the office, and the elevator opens, and it was a coworker, and like every time I would see this guy, we would stop and chat, like we were good friends, and he comes out and just kind of walks past me, and I was like what was that about? I thought he was being really rude. And I go into the elevator and right. it smelled horrible. And I get back to my desk and he texts me, how'd you like that elevator right up? Why wouldn't he just take ownership of it right then and there? <laughs> I know. Cause I thought he was just being a dick for some reason. That's so do you acknowledge what happened <laughs> to stranger? I don't think so. I don't think so. Do you acknowledge what happened to a date? I think then you do, yeah, because you don't want to be you don't want to be blamed for it. Although, just because you said, "Oh, it's a war zone in there," doesn't necessarily mean you know you're believable. That's that's true. Back to the storytelling. Um, in if I was now following you after into the bathroom, do you share? Yeah, if it's a friend, then you're like, "Oh, it's a mess in there." And it was my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to somehow clarify that that's not you. You can't yeah. just go, it's a mess, and not not hit us with the truth. Right. I think that's that's absolutely ridiculous. I, I make everyone know that Adam's not, he's got wonderful bathroom etiquette. Okay. I think I, le- I, I tend to agree with you on this one, especially if you know the person. You should, uh, man, double zero in Venice. There's a fluke of an accident in that restaurant. That's a great spot. Anyway. All right. Topic number two for Adam. Can you bring a friend or a relative with you to get your hair cut? (laughs) Well, with my hair cutter, I wouldn't want to subject a friend or relative to that kind of experience, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. She's, a, she's a frequent listener. Yeah, she is. Tina, we love you. You know that. Um, we both see the same haircut. <laughs> yeah, I think you can bring a friend. It's weird. I don't know who would want to go. I could see why maybe like a boyfriend or girlfriend would want to go. Maybe like give some input. But I don't know why like, you know, you want to just bring a friend to get a haircut. I, <clears throat> I think that you can bring someone, right? I, I, I also, you know, our hair cutter. Oh, I don't know why I'm following your lead. Hair stylist. Okay. Maybe mm-hmm. she is a hair cutter to your hair. Uh-huh. Stylist <laughs> to this beauty. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, I think you could bring someone, but you know, you never know with her. It could take 45 minutes. It could take three hours. Like 
you know, do do you say bring snacks? Bring some Why, did water? You, did you uh did you bring somebody? I, I did. I brought I brought my girlfriend. I I also, you know, historically get my haircut with no shirt on. Yeah. Which that's so bad. It's I, I, I think it's an efficient <laughs> use of clothing, as a matter of fact. Oh my um, goodness. Everyone's least favorite thing is the little strands of hair that, you know, end up in your in your shirt. Do you have a shirt that you wear to get your hair cut? Like your I'm haircut shirt? Yeah, I'm cognizant of the shirt I wear. You're, you're you're aware of it, right? Yeah, it's like a shirt I don't care. It's like a workout shirt. It's going in the trash. I mean, not in the uh, dirty laundry when I get home. <laughs> the trash. You just toss yeah, it. Toss stomach. them. Single use. Yeah. I yeah I I agree. Like I I tend to you know I wear a darker color. You know I even though I take it off just so I don't get any you know fuzz sleep sneaking up on me. What did your girlfriend do during the haircut? You know, TikTok or whatever people do these days. I don't uh-huh. know. But then, you know, every now and again, I'd be like, how's this look? And you could be honest. You could be honest. I'm forthright with Tina. You could be honest. How does it look? How does it look? You know? You're um, having your but girlfriend I also, correct you know, her work in real time? Yeah, I, I was I, was, I laid on the pressure. I laid on the I don't pressure. Know if you and the can best do that. part, she texted me before the uh, Tina uh, hairstylist and said, you know, I'm not really in a good mood right now. And I was like, uh, the hairstylist said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last time I saw her, I had her on cloud nine because she was going on this date. She was really excited about it. Like whatever, six o'clock. And then at like, I noticed at like five fifty-five, my haircut's not nearly done. And I know when she's done, I've been seeing her for <laughs> years and I could tell she was in kind of a hurry. And then sure enough at six o'clock, this guy like knocks on the door and she's like, okay, it's time for my date. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't leave this haircut early for a date. That's a topic. And I could tell that she left early. I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> well, this topic actually came about not because of that. I actually didn't even think twice about bringing my girlfriend. I, the topic came about a uh, longtime listener. Uh, her name's Victoria. She lives in Florida. She's a hairstylist. She's a uh, very close to mine, a dear listener. And there's a, she's a client that brings her mother. To get when she so gets strange. Now, now usually that doesn't sound like a problem, right? Like if my mom came, she'd be like probably like I don't know making green drinks for everyone by the time we're done. Like <laughs> I, you know, it sounds like a good thing. Well, this mother is like screaming at the hairstylist, i.e., Victoria, to like do this, do that, do this. How old, Can you cut how old my is hair? the hair? How old, is it like a child or is it like a full grown? No, adult? no, no, no. Full grown. Oh, so yeah, I should clarify that. Full grown adult. Full grown adult. Brings her mother. That's ridiculous. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you? Doing? Like, and she does. She's not even like the mother's paying for it, right? It's like, what, like, what's going on? So now she has to like talk to both of them, and the other woman, the mother, is just grilling her. Yeah, why no, are you that's doing not that? right. Why? Why? Your, why are you your girlfriend did the same why? thing. She didn't do that. Well, she's given her direction or feedback of some kind. Feedback, yes. Oh, that looks good. Yeah, I, I actually, my girlfriend didn't say anything bad. She didn't say anything bad. Um, I was kind of hoping she would because she's <laughs> French in that way. In many ways, she's just French. But, <laughs> but um, <laughs> in the way she critiques haircuts, she's French. <laughs> And also, she's French. <laughs> and also, she's a French citizen. But um, that's beside the fact. 
um, the what the mom was literally asking her like why she was doing things because on YouTube she was finding like alternative ways to do things more efficiently or something. And I'm like, can you imagine? Like I did that to like the guy fixing my heater, but I was just curious. Like, hey, why why are you doing that? You know? Yeah, but it's your like, heater. You can't bring like a friend to ask what's going on with your heater. I, I think the more <laughs> we talk about this, you can't bring anyone to a haircut. You can't bring your friend to ask the heater guy what the fuck is going on. Could you imagine if you showed up to like the auto mechanics with your friend? And you're like, what kind of oil are you using there? Like, you can't. What is this? <laughs> right. Actually, that, that's a good. That's actually a good move to bring a friend to an auto mechanic. It's one place I always feel like I'm getting fucked. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the she had another client that brought the whole family, and they would have they would have a conversation with each other from like her. Her thing is on one side of the room and, and the chairs, the waiting room is like on the other. And they were having a full conversation. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing down in Florida? Why, what are yeah. people doing? <laughs> yeah. Are okay. you just screaming, I, having a full conversation? There's five people in the family. Like, what are you doing? Are you talking about brunch? Like, yeah. get with the program here. Have a respect to your stylist. Yeah. The more we talk about this, you cannot bring someone to your haircut with you. What do you say? You can't bring your mom. Can't, yeah, definitely. Not. I think you could bring your significant other. I think you could do that. Okay, I, I'll roll with that. Okay, my third topic. Can you ask the bride or groom of a wedding if another one of your friends is invited to their wedding? You don't know these people, but this this came up a while ago. Uh, we have a friend who you know was like on the fence: Am I going to be invited or not? And I knew when the wedding was, the invitations hadn't gone out yet, but I knew the date because we're family friends and he didn't know if he should like right. plan a trip. He's like, you think I'm invited to the wedding? I'm like, I, I don't know. You know, like we'll find out when the, uh. when the, say the dates go out. And so, you know, can he ask, can you ask same with bachelor parties? Like you hear about like bachelor parties happening and like some friends, like, am I invited to that? It's like, I, I don't know. You know, like, can you ask a friend if another friend is invited to their wedding or bachelor party? So, like, can I ask the person who's getting married? Mm -hmm. Is Evan invited to this wedding? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're in. You're good friends. You know the date. You know your moms are friends. Whatever. And then you have like another friend <laughs> who's like right on the edge. Oh, this is so tricky. So, like, gut is saying absolutely freaking not. Like, not a chance. However, in practice, in practice, can you? Is like, it depends how close you are with the third friend. Mm -hmm. So in this scenario, I'm, I, I mean, it's off the table if you're not that close to the person getting married. Okay. Right. Like if, but this assumes you you're be close. Best, best friend. Exactly. Right. Because you know, you would know when the date is, you know, before the invitations have gone out. So this assumes that you're close. Okay. Okay. Oh, but then, but then now you're, you're put in a situation where you're, the messenger. Mm -hmm. So say say you do ask that friend, hey, is Steve invited to the wedding? And he goes, mm -hmm. no. Now you have to go back to Steve and say, book the trip. <laughs> right. The thing is, Steve's going to find out, you know, like it's not going to be a secret if you're invited to the wedding or not. It's going to it's going to come out. You know, not everyone can be invited to weddings. There's capacity. There's a lot of people, you know, somewhere they're, they're having a discussion and Steve's on the list, you know, and he's number 205 and there's a 200 max, you know, like they're having that conversation themselves. 
Yeah, or be, it's the save the date didn't go out, which means people have an RSVP, which means people... Okay, the save the date didn't come out, actually. That's before the RSVP. That's before the invitation. That's, hey, yeah. hey eight months from now, we're going to get married. Well, some people do like rolling admissions, you know? Like, they'll invite 200 <laughs> people for a 200-person for a event, and then when, you know, Aunt Susie gets sick and... I'm out of town for work. Oh, yeah. I, I know. I, I got the two week before the wedding invite. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So you want to know if you're an alternate too. It should be funny if it was like, save the date you're coming or save the date. This is your place on the waiting list. You know, <laughs> you <laughs> right, might save right. the date. Pending. Pending the invite. Um, I, I mm, That's such an interesting question. You... I don't think you. I, I. I don't think you can. Nah. You. 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 You take because it, it, I haven't been in that situation yet of sending out the invites. But things are ever changing. Mm-hmm. You know, just because that day Steve wasn't invited, poor Steve on this situation. Just Steve because go Steve direct wasn't to the groom. Oh hell no! No hell no! What are you talking about? No, the only way in is through the messenger. If Steve is just going to hit up a random dude, because at this point, he's obviously not close enough that he knows he's going. And third, who is inviting 200 people to the wedding and not inviting Steve? Well, if you think about it, it's 100 per bride, 100 per groom. If the, you know, if the family is 50, 60 people, it's, you know, there's, you, you know, I have a great example of this. Actually, I was with a friend and like, we're close friends, but we're not like day to day in each other's lives. And like, I knew I was right on the edge. I knew they were having conversations about where I was in the line. Like I knew that for a fact. And we were out drinking one night and I was joking around. I'm like, how many people away am I? What's the capacity? You know? And he was like, listen, you're like just outside the cut, you know, like you were close, but you didn't make it. So I go, how many people have to bail for me to get this invite? And he was like kind of laughing about it. And he was like, would you come if that actually <laughs> happened? I was like, 100%. And like I said, like we're friends, but like I wasn't totally expecting to be invited to his wedding. Those on the other side of the country. And I'm just drunk at this bar, like 100%, you know, I, I, I wouldn't right. miss it. And then like right. three weeks later, you know, Aunt Susie out sick. <laughs> and I flew my ass to Massachusetts. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I lost. So you did, do, you did do the ask. I did. I mean, I was kind of just more joking than anything else, but I knew like I knew where we were in our friendship that like obviously he would want me there, but there's capacity limits. I'm not like his best friend or anything. I I I mean, how you you just did that. That was good. That was that was a that was a sly move, but it definitely made, you know, Jim from Massachusetts feel very uncomfortable. Probably for sure, which is which is a hallmark of my questions. Which, which, the, exactly. Which also, did you get a pity invite for calling him yeah, out? Yeah, I got, get, I got like the a, alternate. Did you get a bully? You got a bully invite. That's what you got. You know what's funny is if if you were to know who you replaced, that would probably influence like the crowd. It's like, oh, you hear like Uncle Steve couldn't come. It was like, oh, bummer. We got, you know, Evan Ryan Lewis instead. It's like, oh, you know, Steve's right. the man, you know? But right. if it's like Aunt Lisa right. couldn't make it, we got Evan. Everyone's like, "Oh, like you know, like who you're, who yeah. place you're taking might determine <laughs> if it's a good thing or a bad thing for the wedding." I I would agree. With that. I wonder who whose place I took in <laughs> wedding. <laughs> yo, I, I I got a I got a text message like, "Yo, I know that all of your friends are going, and I didn't invite you, and so now I'm inviting you." But and wouldn't you rather be invited wedding, 10 said, days prior than have an MTC at the wedding? You know what? I brought this up to somebody and somebody said, um, 
He said, you should feel really honored that you were, you know, number one on tier two. Yeah. I said, who said, who, who, who's making that first off, who's giving me that award. All right. You know, it's like the, the old saying that, uh, you know, when a, when a bird poops on you, it's, mm-hmm. you know, everyone else goes, well, that, that's good luck. You know? Well, it's funny if like you could figure out at the wedding, like, you know, like the mom's like, you know, it's amazing. Everyone was able to make it except for one guy, you know, then like, that's like, all right. But if they're like, oh my God, his wife's family all got COVID last week, knocked out 65 people. Well, I, what I'm impressed with was like, when I did get that invite, I still got like a name card and stuff, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Adam at table 10. Like I, I was expecting like, a, Hey, you know, by the way, maybe they print all the table cards and then, you know, after the rolling admissions, they see who they need. I would have liked it better if there was like a big list, right, on the board mm-hmm. and like lines crossed off mm-hmm. and like the reason next to them why they couldn't be like dead, you know, COVID. <laughs> like, you know, wife left them, not really suitable for this event right now. Like just interesting scenarios. Okay. So can you ask a friend if another friend is invited to their wedding? Okay. Um, the answer that I'm going to give is no, you cannot do that. Me as well. No, you can't. Okay. All right. Last topic for Adam. As a passenger in a car, can you reach over and hit the windshield wipers for the driver? (laughs) Absolutely not. No, I, I couldn't agree more. However, I'm driving down the PCH. Now, I'm so used to like my windows being foggy. Like, I love Toyota. I love their cars. But my truck, it's got, you know, it, it's it's got a system that's failing when it comes to making the windows less foggy. So, Bobby, as, as our <laughs> listeners are familiar with, that's uh, my brother, reaches over and clicks no. the thing. I said, what, the, what are you doing? I got dual controls here, pal, okay? (laughs) You can't be reaching over and just start flicking my windshield wiper. He's like, well, I couldn't see. So who cares you couldn't see? I could see. How could you see out of the the, the thing? It was raining like crazy. I said, I'm fine. I'm used to it. He said, you're putting now my life at risk by not doing that. I I said, you you by touching even near my steering wheel is going to kill us both. I I don't like backseat driving in general. You know, like I understand that your life is in my hands thing, but when you get in the car with someone, you're putting your life in their hands. Do you think I'm out here like running people over all the time? Like we're in parking lots. Oh, watch out for that guy. Watch out for this. You like you think without you, I'd just be like driving into <laughs> storefronts and poles all day long. Like I can drive, you know, like if you weren't here, I, I would I get agree. home. Your car's got a hundred cameras on it. All right. It <laughs> lights up like the fourth of July if there's a squirrel near you. All right. Your, yeah, your car's I, I gonna just, tell you when to stop. I just don't get it. Also, what if that isn't the windshield wiper? You don't know your car and you like pull some lever, like I I, I mean, I I was flabbergasted by this, <laughs> by this move. All right. Now that being said, in as the driver. Can you backseat? Can you, hey, back up? I can't see out of the. I think the driver can tell the passenger what to do way more than the passenger can tell the driver what to do. You can't open up your air vents, shut your air vents, go roll down your window, roll up your window. You could do yeah, that. Turn as that a light driver. off, turn this off. I think, I mean, more so because if you're the driver, you're in control of the car. Yeah. You have total control. <laughs> Except if you're an Uber driver, then you have no control. Right. The guest is always right. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, you cannot. You definitely cannot hit someone's windshield wipers. I have trouble with someone turning the radio up or down or that kind of thing. Air conditioning on or off. This actually affects the driving of the car. You know what? I, I mm, the radio. Yeah. If that radio gets cranked and grime is on, I'm fucking jazzing, baby. We're getting there <laughs> at 75 miles an hour instead of 65. Cause that's all my truck can go. But anyway, um, you know, Bobby executing on this move, I, I, I was very against. I appreciate his concern for safety. This is a public service announcement, okay? You know, flick your windshield wipers every once in a while, fine. But for me, as the driver, don't touch anywhere near my steering wheel. Anywhere I'm with near. you. I'm with you. Okay, so can you touch a windshield wipe? We both say no. No, 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 no. Not a chance. Okay, well... That will wrap up episode one of season three. Thank you, everybody, for listening, for uh, sticking with us, for being part of the jury. Make sure to uh, follow us on Instagram at JudgePod and then vote on the topics. We'll post them on Friday. Every Friday. Yeah, we're back. We're here. We're back.